John chapter 4. And I'm going to read from verse 1 onwards. John chapter 4. From verse 1 onwards. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself did not baptize but his disciples, he left Judea and departed to Galilee. But he needed to go through Samaria. So he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. I'm going to go back. I'm going to read from verse 1 onwards again. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself did not baptize but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again to Galilee. But he needed to go through Samaria. So he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Therefore, Jesus therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. Praise be to God. Anytime God works, anytime God does his work, anytime the Lord of heaven and earth does his work on earth, you will find Satan opposing. Satan opposing. How does Satan work? Satan works through people. Primarily, Satan works through people. Now, Satan will also work through objects. He will work through places. He will work through things. But primarily, he works through people. When I say he works through, Satan works through objects, that means he can uh, cause engine trouble for a car suddenly, or he can cause a flat tire suddenly, or he can cause some um, appliance to break. He can cause um, maybe whatever clothing you want to wear before you want to go to church to suddenly uh, get burned when you uh, were trying to iron or uh, it came out from the dryer uh, with some bleach stains on it. These are these are things that the enemy can do uh, when you are set on doing what God wants you to do. Where Satan works through um, things, he works through objects. But when it comes to Satan causing the most damage, he does it through people. And a lot of times, he doesn't need unbelievers. He will use so-called believers who are not real believers, but who are like Pharisees, who portray themselves to be teachers of the word and even doers of the word to the people on the outside but they are the enemies of God Jesus said this he said beware of the leaven of the Pharisees which is hypocrisy so what was in the Pharisees it was the leaven. What is leaven? Leaven is the yeast. 
hypocrisy was embedded within the Pharisees, like how yeast can be in the dough. And because they were not of God, not from God, but carried the outward appearance of the people of God, but inward they are ravenous wolves. They present a form, a fake image, but on the inside they are full of dead men's bones. So what happens with these people? Because they already have leaven on the inside, the yeast on the inside, which is important to make note because Jesus says, beware. That means be careful. Why? Because that can be contagious, that can corrupt you. So he says, be careful. If it's just going to stay within the Pharisees, if it's not going to do anything to anyone, then there's no reason for God, the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to say, beware. You just say, let them do what they want to do in the last day. God will judge them. And you just mind your business and and, uh, you don't have to worry about them. Well, as long as you have faith, you'll be fine. No. That's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, be careful. Be very careful. Be cautious. With whom? With what the Pharisees have. Because with what they have, they can do a lot of damage. And so as long as Jesus was on the face of the earth, in the human body, doing ministry, he had a group of people who called themselves to be religious leaders, but they came very vehemently against the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every time a miracle happened, they would have a rise on the inside. Every time Jesus would do something, the people who called themselves sons of Abraham will actually want to kill Jesus Christ. The outside one can say, how can this make sense? Why would they want to kill Jesus? Why? Good question, isn't it? Why would they want to call someone who's healing the sick as someone who has the prince of the devil? They call themselves God's people. But what are they doing? They are actively tearing down the work of God. Can they be God's people? This is why Jesus warned his disciples. Watch out. Be very careful of the hypocrisy that is inside the Pharisees because if you give room, it will take over you too. It's like the weed that's in a garden, in a yard. You don't take care of it, it'll overtake the entire garden. It's important to know what is in front of you. It's important for you to watch out for the Pharisees. It's important for you to have your eyes open to be able to see that these are Pharisees. Jesus Christ, He's teaching His disciples, showing them the real condition 
if not only his nation but also the spiritual condition of the leaders of the synagogue the Pharisees and Sadducees they were also the teachers of the law Jesus Christ was also a teacher but the difference is Jesus was sent by God and the Pharisees and the Sadducees were not sent by God these were man appointed Jesus was God appointed big difference isn't it because Jesus was God appointed everywhere he went he went about doing good he went around healing the sick he went around casting out demons and wherever he went the kingdom of God was there the Bible says he healed the sick wherever he went he did good and God was with him if God wasn't with him he wouldn't have been able to do the miracles that he did so when you look at the Pharisees and the Sadducees they also teach but there's a difference Jesus did not teach like those people the people noticed that the people said that his teaching is different his t- teaching has authority he's not teaching as the scribes over there he's not like the Pharisees over there the people were able to distinguish the difference between this teacher who's from heaven and the other teachers who are from earth not from heaven there's a big difference here because whoever is teaching God's word must be from heaven God has to send them so we see here self-appointed and God-appointed two categories man-made and then God-made God made ministry and then man made ministry the difference between these two is very significant because one is begun by God sustained by God and it will be continued by God until the day of completion Jesus Christ was sent by God his ministry began by God sustained by God and on earth it was completed by God and from heaven it's still continuing whereas the ministry of Pharisees and Sadducees were not from God not appointed by God it was man-made and they were inspired by and the leaven that was inside of them which is hypocrisy which comes from satan and so what happens the kingdom of darkness will always oppose the kingdom of light anywhere you see where the kingdom of light is the kingdom of darkness will oppose that's what happened during jesus time and that's what happens during every period in human history because Satan cannot stand the presence of God and the work of God because he knows his time is short he's going to be bound and he's going to be cast into the lake of fire and he wants to destroy as many of God's creations possible And so when God works Satan he opposes God's work. This morning the spirit of the Lord wants to highlight the difference between the work of the Pharisees and the work of 
with the Son of God. The work of the Pharisees and the work of the Holy Spirit. The work of the Pharisees and the work of God the Father. The work of the Pharisees and the work of Satan. Working through Pharisees in the light of God working through His sent laborers. When God works, those who serve God will know the Pharisaical spirits that are at work because the Pharisaical spirit will be hostile to the work of God. The Pharisaical spirit is a murderous spirit just like how Jezebel went after Elijah. Pharisees went after Jesus. They wanted to kill him. It's It's a murderous spirit. It looks white on the outside. It looks holy on the outside. But it's corrupt on the inside. And any time it sees the real spirit of God at work and the real work of God that is happening, it becomes hostile. It wants to destroy. It seeks to destroy the genuine work of God. So when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, in that area, the work of Jesus Christ is flourishing. If he's baptizing, and as we read here, we see Jesus didn't baptize anyone. His disciples did on his behalf. A lot of people are getting baptized. That means a lot of people have repented of their sins. The good work of the Lord is taking place here. When the Lord knew that these people got the information... He didn't say, well, I don't care what anybody sees. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody can shake me out of this place because God sent me. And he didn't continue staying there. There are certain times when the Holy Spirit will say, move out of here. And he could have gotten rid of the Pharisees in less than a second But God, in his sovereign will, chose to move Jesus out of there, not the Pharisees out of there. So there are times when God will work in different ways. We have to understand the working of the Holy Spirit. Many times, many people won't understand the working of the Holy Spirit. And they'll say, we shouldn't be afraid of this, and we shouldn't be afraid of that. And, and we have to just you know, stay and do God's work and without knowing the leading of the Holy Spirit, if we stay in a location where God says, don't stay, flee, we will end up paying the price and sometimes end up even losing our lives. And we can't call that martyrdom. We cannot say that, oh, I died for the sake of Christ, now I'll have a crown for me. No. God will say, I didn't want you to stay there. I wanted to move to the other place so that you can serve me now. You are prematurely here before me. God will say. So it's important to know the will of God and to do the will of God. On the outside, everything may look like, oh, it's God's will, but it is not. We need to be people who should be eager to discern the will of God, not to do our own thing. Jesus, when he knew that, the Pharisees heard that this happened, which means his people brought more people to the kingdom of God. Jesus moves from there. He says, let's go. These people got the information of what's happening here. Now we have to move out of here. May God help us to be wise as the serpents and harmless as doves. When God says, this period, we're not going to do this. So this period, we're going to do this. This period, we're going to hide this. This period, we're going to 
not hide this. We have to follow exactly what God tells us to do. And at that time, we shouldn't say, well, I don't feel led to do that. And that's how many, many believers become a prey to the wolf, to the hungry lion that is going around looking to see whom they may devour because they have no concept of what it means to follow the godly leaders that God has placed about them. The Spirit of God is speaking and that's the reason I'm sharing this today. This was not planned. We had a very rough night and I didn't expect God to speak but the Holy Spirit is speaking. So we need to really pay good attention to what God is speaking in this hour. Not everyone who looks godly, speak godly, act godly, smell godly, is godly. Satan transforms himself into an angel of light. He wants to deceive possibly the elect. That's what he's after. He's not after unbelievers because they're already in his way, in his path, in his net. But who is he looking for? He's looking for the elect. He's seeing how many elect can I take down today? How many can I gather in my net? How many can I gather into my basket? And he's going around looking to see who he may devour. Jesus was led by God. He knew at this point he should not be there. Not because Jesus was scared. Well, didn't Jesus know that? Nobody can touch him before God's time. He knew that. And how will that actually take place? Before God's time, Jesus had to be led by the Spirit of God. If we need to be where God wants us to be and serve the way God wants us to, that means we have to pay good attention to what God says. Nobody can touch Jesus Christ until His work is done. Nobody. However, he had to follow the will of God in order for no one to be able to touch him. It's a deep truth and I pray that the Spirit of God will help you understand and drive it deep into your spirit. Yes, there is a promise that God has given to us that not a single hair from my head can fall to the ground without his will. Absolutely true. But it's not for those who go against his will or don't care to find what his will is. It's not a blanket promise that God has given. No. It's very specific. He says, you won't prematurely die before you finish your work, provided when I tell you get up and go to Egypt, you have to get up and run. When I tell you go back to Israel, you need to go back. When I tell you move from here to there, you need to move from here to there. At that point you can't say, well, I know no one can touch me, so I will stay here. And I'm going to exercise faith. You can get killed, you can prematurely die, and God's work will not be completed. So faith is not boldly doing what God doesn't want you to do and claiming that you believe God, knowing that He's powerful. No. Faith is believing God's Word and acting upon God's Word with all your heart. Faith is trusting in what God said and doing the will of God. So when Jesus knew that the Pharisees 
got news of this. Immediately he moved. He left Judea and he departed again to Galilee. He said, we're going to move out of here and we're going to go to the next place. Now, is it that because Satan is more powerful than God is not, that his ministry was halted there, now he has to run from there, trying to escape for his life? No. If God moves the person from one place to another, it means he has to work in the next place. If God allows the enemy to come after or do some mischief, that means he's going to defeat the enemy big time somewhere else. God always extracts from the hands of the enemy. There's no loss in God's economy. We must understand that. But it's very important to follow the direction of the Holy Spirit. If the Lord says, just duck here, at the time we can say, no, I will stand tall because I believe he's the captain of my salvation. You can lose your head. We should be people of God who will be willing to do anything that God says. That's what Jesus did. Even though he was God in flesh. Even though he had all the anointing that one can have. He's the anointed one. There's no one like him. No one like him. But he moved from one place to another, hid himself sometimes, stayed in his house and told his brothers, you go, I'll come later. And he did certain things to keep himself from harm's way, even though He knew that no one can touch him before his time. Because he knew no one can touch him before his time, he acted according to the will of the Father. When he had to hide himself, he hid himself. When he had to move from one place to another, he moved from one place to another. We need to be people of God who listen. Listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. To do what the Spirit of the Lord will want you to do. Not to be foolish and call it faith. Or not to be not to be full of fear and say that God has given me this fear. No. God has not given us the spirit of fear. But when he tells you to do something, we need to do by faith. By faith. When God told Joseph to take baby Jesus and Mary from where he was to where God wanted him to, which was Egypt. By faith, he took the child and took the child's mother and he went, knowing that God will keep him safe until he reaches Egypt and keep him safe there. That's faith. Not saying, well, he's the Messiah. Angel Gabriel came and announced this the conception and, and this delivery of this child and, and she was the virgin who conceived and, and God is able to keep him in this middle of the night and it's a big headache for me to now take the child and the mother and go, so I'm going to just be here. I'm going to trust the Lord. Would have been a disaster. That's why God didn't give any man to marry, but he gave Joseph to marry because Joseph was a man who was righteous. And how was he righteous? He was a man who was obedient to God. In the middle of the night, if the Lord would tell him to get up and do this, he would do it. And that's why. He became worthy in the sight of God to become the earthly guardian for Jesus. We need to be like that. Dependable. 
people that God can count on that we won't make a blunder, that we won't make any mistake. That we'll do what God wants us to do to complete the work of God that God has given to us. It is important to depend upon Him. It's important to understand God's timing. Yes, a lot of people are getting baptized. I want to just stay here. I mean, more people get baptized. And why should I go there? And God has called me here. And why should I do something else then? And God just move. The enemy has seen this. You need to move. Don't give information to the enemy. We shouldn't. At that time, we shouldn't say that, well, God is bigger than the enemy, and, and what's the enemy going to do with information anyway? Because God has already prophesied victory. We will face defeat if we don't follow God's strategy. And God tells you to do something. It's important to do it when He tells you, the way He tells you. Exactly, precisely do it. Which means, completely do it. Not five days later, but exactly when He tells you to do it. May God speak to our hearts this morning. Understanding God's ways, God's leading. Waiting on God for His timing. Moving when God wants you to move. And stopping when God wants you to stop. It's very important. For this you need to have a heart that obeys Him. You need to have a will that will be surrendered to the will of God. You need to have the wisdom or the smartness to know that when God says it is for my good and I better do it. May God speak to our hearts at this hour. Jesus, the God who created the heaven and the earth, the creator God. Without him, nothing was made that which was made. At his voice, the winds of the waves obeyed him. Anything is possible with this man, the Lord Jesus Christ. However, he followed heaven's program because all his powers were subject to the will of the Father in heaven. As long as we use what God has given to accomplish his will, what God has given to us will continue to work. What God tells us to do, we must do. Then the victory that God has promised will happen. May God help us to be faithful people humble people people who know the timing of God people who know to recognize the hour in which we live people who know to make use of all that the Lord makes available God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Jesus knew that the Pharisees had heard that his disciples baptized more people. He said, this information has gone to them so we need to move out of here. The enemy has gotten this information so we need to move out of here. And I 
as you move out of there. If God allowed the enemy to get the information, God says, get out of here. We need to get out. Where God wants you to go, there you will prosper. What God wants you to do, in that you will prosper. Jesus left Judea, departed again to Galilee. But he needed to go through Samaria. All these things are planned by God. The enemy came and got the information. God said, we'll take vengeance here. A lot of people got baptized, it's good. But you know what? I'm going to send you to the Samaritans. The entire village is going to come. The entire village is going to come. So the Spirit of God led Jesus to leave that place. Number one, because the enemy got the information. Number two, God was going to take vengeance of the enemy by giving more souls. A whole different community. Samaritans. That's the verse 5 on verse begin. And as Jesus came and what Jesus did and, it was, and as a result of that the multiplication that took place with the living water that Jesus offered Well, how that living water from her went to all those around her. You know, all of them came and all of them became believers of the Lord Jesus Christ. They said, we know, we know that you're the Messiah. Because we saw you, we heard you these days. How willing are you to be moved by the Holy Spirit? How willing are you to be inconvenienced in order to get the work of God done? How willing are you for change? Are you set in your ways and does change bother you? That means you need to change. Because our God is the God of change. He'll say one thing and He'll change next time, next thing, based on what the enemy is doing. Change will happen all the time. Because we are in a war. As God sees the battle progressing, and according to what He sees, He will change our plans. Do we have the sensitivity, the eyesight and the insight To recognize what is happening in the spiritual realm and what God the Father, through the Spirit of God, is saying in order for us to fulfill the will of God. How sensitive are you? How sensitive are you? Jesus recognized that the enemy got the information and he also knew in the Spirit that he should not stay there. If God's will needs to be accomplished and only at a certain point must he go to the cross, not before that. He had to follow the plan of the Father. That means get out of that location. It's important to use scriptures according to God's will. Not just have a whole bunch of scriptures and keep saying that over and over again. We need to be led by the Spirit of God to use what God gives during a given moment. Only those will work. Only those will work. Many times people try to take a, a little kid's scissors, which is not sharp. They'll try to use it to cut a garment or for stitching. It doesn't work. will not work. 
We need to be led by the Spirit of God in order to use the scriptures skillfully to see the benefit that comes from the Word of God. David didn't go to the river banks and just pick a whole bunch of stones and put in his pocket. No. He chose five smooth stones. In order for that to happen, you need to know the types of stones and you need to know which one will work. You need to have experience on it. In order to know the will of God, you need to be familiar with the Holy Spirit. In order to do the will of God, you need to be familiar with the Holy Spirit. In order to know the ways of God, you need to be familiar with the Holy Spirit. Which means you need to know the Word, because the Word gives the Holy Spirit and the leading. The Word is Jesus. Jesus sent us the Holy Spirit. The Father sent Jesus to us. We have to know the Word and be full of the Word. Being familiar with the Holy Spirit is not to talk to some spirit that is outside. Or think that whatever comes to our mind is from God. No. If we don't give priority to God's Word and, and think that I'll just listen to something and God is leading, you can become someone who is deceived into thinking that this is God and meanwhile Satan will lead. Because Satan loves to lead people who don't have the Word and who don't have the love for the Word of God. It is the Word of God that will keep you from falling. It is the Word of God that will expose the lies of the enemy. It is the Word of the Lord that will show you the leaven of the Pharisee, which is hypocrisy. Because the Word is the lamp. The Word is the light. Without that, the path of God will not be visible. The will of God will not be known. You can't hear the voice of the Spirit of God if you don't give priority to God's Word. Which means knowing and doing the Word. Knowing and doing the Word. Knowing and doing the Word. Only then you will be familiar with the voice of the Good Shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ. Only then you can become familiar with the Holy Spirit because He's the one who leads us through His Spirit. May God help you to understand what the Spirit of God is speaking at this hour. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. With all your strength. With all your strength. Whenever God says to do something, you should be willing to change direction. You should be willing to do whatever He says, whenever He says. To such people, God will reveal more because He can depend on them. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence. The violence, they take it by force. There's a fight between the Pharisees and there's a fight between the true sons of God, the true children of God, the true workers of God. The spirit lusted after the flesh and the flesh after the spirit. The forces of darkness against the spirit of God and the spirit of God against the forces of darkness. This war will be there until we see Jesus face to face. So don't be surprised. But what will he do? What are you supposed to do? Who is on the Lord's side? He needs to take his sword out. 
Who was on the Lord's side? Moses asked that. The Levites came. They took their sword out. They executed the judgment of God. And because of that, they became separated, consecrated, and holy unto the Lord, worthy to serve God. The Levites. Who is on the Lord's side? Who is on the Lord's side? Use your sword to cut down the leaven of the Pharisees. Use your sword to cut down that which pollutes the kingdom of heaven. Use your sword to cut down the works of darkness. The sword of the Spirit is the word of God. It's God's sword. Your sword should be God's sword. And God's sword should be your sword. God is speaking to our hearts of this hour. Become dependable, reliable, trustworthy soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ. Who will be willing to do anything. At any time. So that the plan and purpose of God may be accomplished in your life. The ministry of Jesus was going so good. But when the enemy heard it, Jesus said, I'm not going to continue here. Suddenly there was a direction change. There was a definite change where God says, Let's move out of here. I've changed the plan here because these people heard this and they are planning for your premature death. You need to move out of here. Go to Sychar. I work for you there. This is how God operates. According to God's divine providence, He allows the enemy sometimes to do what He wants to do, but at the same time, at the same time, He reroutes His people. He changes plans and He changes direction and He does what He alone can do. Worthy is the Lamb who was once slain, slain before the foundation of the world, for you and for me, so that we can fulfill the will of the Father in heaven. Not give in to the works of the flesh, but give in to the works of the Spirit. Jesus, after having a successful ministry, moved from where he was to where God wanted him to. And he saw great success where he went. Anytime God changes plans and he moves things around, and he changes direction. We need to joyfully go with the flow of the Spirit because when the direction change comes, better things will come with it. Because there's no loss in God's economy. Father, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for your word that you gave this morning. The word that came from heaven, the living manna, the word of God. From the mouth of the Father to the mouth of your servant, to the ears of your people, you have distributed what you wanted to distribute this morning. So I praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Great are your works, O Lord, and my soul knows it well. Thank you for the ways in which you've led us this far. Thank you, Lord. Though your power is great, there are times when you will tell us to hide. There are times when you will tell us to move. There are times when you will tell us to do certain things. All I pray is you give us ears to hear when you speak, Lord. In the name of Jesus, help your people to be quick to listen. Help your people, Lord, to be quick to listen. Help your people, Lord, to be quick to change when you bring a sudden change. Help your people, Lord, to understand the nature of God, the nature of the devil, and their own nature and choose Christ over the enemy every single time. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord, may your people go from faith to faith and from strength to strength. And become everything that you've called them to be, Father. That their lives, O oh Lord, may bring glory and honor to God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Into a triune God. With this blessing, O oh Lord, I bless them with this morning. That they may Give priority to your word. Become familiar with the Holy Spirit. And never miss the mark. For this I ask in Jesus' name. I thank you for doing this. I give you praise, Father. In Jesus' most precious name I pray. Amen. Amen. Jesus.